Peace, power, and prosperity, family. This is the Bitcoin Block Bully coming to you with an early rising update. Um, this is going to be more of a breakdown of what Ethereum exactly is than an update. And this is being recorded for the Bit Patreon page as well as my new Money Matrix podcast listeners. Um, I may make it available on YouTube, though I'm trying to direct individuals from YouTube more so um, this way. So we'll see how everything works out. Over to the Bit Patreon page, that is. So anyways, um, what exactly is Ethereum? Now, what I'm going to be doing is reading an article. I'm going to be reading an article that was supplied by Block Geeks. Um, written almost three years ago, though I think it does have a nice breakdown. Um, yeah, this was written almost three years ago. And I'm going to give my added commentary wherever I may feel that it's needed um, as far as any type of updates that we may have had recently over the last three years. But I think moving into the future of finances... And looking at the space that we call DeFi or decentralized financing, which a majority, if not all, well, not a majority of that space is built on top of the Ethereum blockchain. I believe that having a comprehensive understanding of what Ethereum exactly is, as well as the Ether token that is the native token of the Ethereum blockchain and what its function is, will help us better to understand the decentralized finance space as a whole, being that this is the platform that it was birthed from as far as the protocols that have been built for decentralized finance. Now, the whole thought of decentralized financing is old, though implementing it in a digital way is what's new to the, uh, to the plate. So let's get into the article. So what is Ethereum? It goes on to say, oh, well, this was updated May of 2019. Okay. It says it was updated May of 2019. So it goes on to say, if you want to know what Ethereum is, how it works, and what it can be used for without going deep into the technical abyss, this guide is perfect for you. Important note, this guide assumes a basic understanding of blockchain technology. If you're unfamiliar with blockchain, check out this step-by-step introduction for beginners, which I'll, um, I'll probably click on this link. And actually do uh, what is blockchain technology, another guide for individuals. For now, I more so want to focus on Ethereum, um, knowing that a number of individuals that follow me as of right now already sort of integrated with the whole crypto space. So not so much of a need. I'm not even going to say so much of a need as individuals do need to break down the blockchain technology. So as I said, on a later date, at a later time, I'll do a whole breakdown of that article as well, along with my added commentary. For now, let's get to Ethereum. Ethereum, not Ether. Remember, there's a difference between the two. Ethereum is a global, decentralized, that means worldwide, and decentralized means no central authority platform for money, all types of money, and new kinds of applications. On Ethereum, you can write code that controls money and build applications accessible anywhere in the world. Once again, I'm going to say that. On Ethereum, you can write code that controls money. So what is money? What this actually does is open up more rabbit holes for us to dive deep into. Um, just a simple fact of what is money and how can code control it. 
is an interesting thought in and of itself. Although commonly associated with Bitcoin, blockchain technology has many other applications that go way beyond digital currencies. In fact, Bitcoin is only one of several hundred applications that use blockchain technology today. Blockchain is to Bitcoin what the internet is to email. A big electronic system on top of which you can build applications. Currency is just one. And that's from Sally Davies, FT tech, techno, uh, technology reporter. And it's interesting that, that she states that. Um, for the simple fact that I, a lot of individuals, I think a lot of individuals don't really realize the technology that is behind cryptocurrency. More so, we only tend to pay attention to the dollar value that said cryptocurrencies may have more so than the technology that is behind the cryptocurrency itself, if you get what I mean. So, let's move on into the story. Oh, hold on. Make sure everything is up and running. Okay. Until relatively recent... Until relatively recently, building blockchain applications has required a complex background in coding, cryptography, mathematics, as well as significant resources. But times have changed. Previously unimagined applications from electronic voting and digitally recorded property assets to regulatory compliance and trading are now actively being developed and deployed faster than ever before. By providing developers with the tools to build decentralized applications, Ethereum is making all of this possible. So these are just some of the key metrics of Ethereum. This is kind of old from when they placed it. Um, the current price on this was 156. As we know right now, Ethereum is 241 dollars, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so these these are some of the key highlights. November 13th, Vitalik Buterin publishes the Ethereum white paper. By January of 14, the development of Ethereum platform was publicly announced. The original Ethereum development team consisted of Vitalik Buterin, uh, Miha Alisi, Anthony DeLori, DeLorio, and Charles Hoskinsons. By August 2014, Ethereum ends their ICO and raises about $18.4 million. By May of 2015, Olympic, the Ethereum testnet releases. By July of 30th of 2015, the first stage of the Ethereum development frontier was released. March 14th, 2016, Homestead, the first stable Ethereum release, went out on block 1,150,000. By June of 2016, the DAO hack happens and the $50 million worth of Ether, which was 15% of the total Ether in circulation back at the time. And DAO is a decentralized autonomous organization. Um, October 25th, 2016. This is a couple months, what? Three months after uh, the hack. Ethereum Classic forks away from the original Ethereum protocol. Now, this is interesting because some individuals will say that Ethereum Classic is the original, the original Ethereum protocol. And that Ethereum as we know it is the hard fork of that original protocol. So it's interesting how they placed it. October 16th, the Metropolis Byzantium hard fork update happens. This is August 16th of 2017. No, excuse me. This is October 16th of 2017. So this is roughly almost one year later 
from the classic uh, Ethereum Classic uh, fork away, hard fork. And by February 28th, 2019, the Metropolis Constantinople hard fork update happens. Now, I'm pretty sure there was a lot that went on in between these times that they haven't um, pinpointed. I guess today it's not that important. At its simplest, Ethereum is an open software platform based on blockchain technology that enables developers to build and deploy decentralized applications. Those are dApps. So that's just an application. So Ethereum, just think of Ethereum being the program that allows individuals to build apps on your app phone for Apple or in the Google Play Store for the Android. You know what I mean? Just, just think of it like that. This is just a platform that allows us to build different computer applications or I don't want to say computer applications, decentralized applications as they put it. Now, is Ethereum similar to Bitcoin? Sort of, but not really. Like Bitcoin, Ethereum is a distributed public blockchain network. Although there are some significant technical differences between the two, the most important distinction to note is that Bitcoin and Ethereum differ substantially in purpose and capability. Bitcoin offers one particular application of blockchain technology, a peer-to-peer electronic cash system that enables online Bitcoin payments. While the Bitcoin blockchain is used to track ownership of digital currency, Bitcoins, the Ethereum blockchain focuses on running the programming code of any decentralized application. In the Ethereum blockchain, instead of mining for Bitcoin, miners work to earn Ether, a type of crypto token that fuels the network. Beyond a tradable cryptocurrency, Ether is also used by application developers to pay for transaction fees and services on the Ethereum network. Hence, hence, the importance and usability of the token itself, which goes towards the value of it itself. There's a second type of token that is used to pay minor fees for including transactions in their block. It is called gas. And every smart contract execution requires a certain amount of gas to be sent along with it to entice miners to put it on the blockchain. So anyone who's ever used MetaMask, ever sent the Ethereum transaction, you'll see and notice that it, it takes a certain amount of gas to complete said transactions. And once you get more integrated with the system, what you'll understand is that you're signing smart contracts. Now... For an individual like myself who studies contract law, what you will understand is that all contract is voluntary. So before you sign any type of smart contract on the Ethereum blockchain, what it's going to do is ask you, are you sure you want to follow through with this contract because all contract is voluntary? So the gas is what essentially is used for you to sign said contract. So that's you opting in. Because you can accept or reject opting out of the contract. Um, it goes on to say, Bitcoin is first and foremost a currency. This is one particular application of a blockchain. However, it is far from the only application. To take a past example of a similar situation, email is one particular use of the internet. And for sure helped popularize it, but there are many others. And, that, and they're basically saying there's many other functions on the in, other internet other than just email, as we all know we're utilizing it now. Now, what is a smart contract? A smart contract is just a phrase used to describe a computer code that can facilitate the exchange of money, content, property, shares, or anything of value. 
When running on the blockchain, a smart contract becomes like a self-operating computer program that automatically executes when specific conditions are met. Because most blockchain contracts run on the blockchain, excuse me, because smart contracts run on the blockchain, they run exactly as programmed without any possibility of censorship, downtime, fraud, or third-party interference. Now I want to run back and go over the one of the definitions. When running on the blockchain, a smart contract becomes like a self-operating computer program that automatically executes when specific conditions are met. Now I want to give everybody a real-world example of a smart contract. Something that's been around for years, which we didn't even realize at the time was a smart contract, though it is, and that's a vending machine. Now, a vending machine has a product that you may want from it. It has that product categorized uh, by number and letter, so alphanumeric. And the machine, the vending machine, does not have a, um, a cashier. There's no one there to take your money and give you the item that you're looking for. It has a smart contract program that allows you to pick the item that you so want or so choose, enter the um, the needed amount of fiat or currency or digits in this case, because all you're doing actually is um, putting paper or silver, copper, metal um, denominations into the machine, and then the, the count or the checks and balance system is coming into play, whereas it is deducting the amount of digits you put in it, physical digits or physical representations of those digits, and then allowing you to get your item. So it's an if this, then that. So if you want the candy bar, the bag of chips, the pop out of the vending machine, it's as simple as placing the order for the number, the categorized number that you want, putting in the money, and then it's going to give you your item. That is a smart contract. While all blockchains have the ability to process code, most are severely limited. Ethereum is different. Rather than giving a set of limited operations, Ethereum allows developers to create whatever operations they want. This means developers can build thousands of different applications that go way beyond anything we have seen before. Pay attention to that. Way beyond anything that we have seen before. But this is one thing we got to understand about human psychology and how the mind works. The mind honestly can't fathom anything that it has not already seen, heard, experienced. Um, you can't create... How do I say it? There's nothing around that has been created, been created out of thin air. No matter what you think of it, it always have bits and pieces of something that already exists. So it's interesting when we see the applications that are built on the Ethereum blockchain. Whereas, in a sense, they are new. But they're based off already existing protocols, functions, programs, whatever the uh, contract may entail. Ethereum blockchain has some extraordinary capabilities. One of them is that you can build smart contracts. It's kind of what it sounds like. It's a contract that self-executes. And the contract handles the enforcement, the management, performance, and payment. That was by Don, Don Tapscott. The Ethereum Virtual Machine. Before the creation of Ethereum, blockchain applications were designed to do a very limited set of operations. Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, for example, were developed exclusively to operate as peer-to-peer -peer digital currencies. Developers faced a problem. Either expand the set of functions offered by Bitcoin and other types of applications, which is very complicated and time-consuming, or 
develop a new blockchain application in an entirely new platform as well. Recognizing this predicament, Ethereum's creator Vitalik Buterin developed a new approach. I thought those in the Bitcoin community weren't approaching the problem in the right way. I thought they were going after individual applications. They were trying to kind of explicitly support each use case in a sort of Swiss Army knife protocol. And for those that are not old enough to know what a Swiss Army knife is, Boy Scouts, um, basically it's an Army knife or a knife that has a number of different functions wrapped all up in one. I don't know if I don't even know if they give kids uh, pocket knives anymore. It's crazy, huh? It's crazy. But uh, basically, it'd be a pocket knife, which is a knife that fits in your pocket, which folds in and out. And the pocket knife may have the knife. It may have nail clippers. It may have scissors. It may have uh, flathead Phillips screwdrivers attached to it. Um, may have a light, mini light attached to it, a mini number of things attached to it, all built into one. So we're saying that this is what they were trying to do with this blockchain. Ethereum's core innovation, the Ethereum Virtual Machine, or the EVM, which a lot of individuals aren't even um, familiar with, is a Turing complete software that runs on the Ethereum network. Turing is a, uh, let me see, computer word. Turing basically means, let's see. Let's get a simple explanation. Explanation, excuse me. So a Turing machine is a mathematical model of computation that defines an abstract machine, which manipulates symbols on a strip of tape according to a table of rules. Interesting. Once again, it's a machine, uh, it's a mathematical model of computation that defines an abstract machine. So it's, Binary codes, digits and digits, zeros and ones that define a um, a machine, which manipulates symbols on a strip of tape according to the whatever rules you have set in play for it to follow, and they give us a couple of uh, examples here. A B A A C A B C. So nothing to get too caught up on. Nothing to get too caught up on. I just like to go over words that I feel that we may not be familiar with. It enables anyone to run a program regardless of the programming language given enough time and memory. The Ethereum virtual machine makes the process of creating blockchain applications much easier and efficient than ever before. Instead of having to build an entirely original blockchain for each new application, Ethereum enables the development of potentially thousands of different applications all on one platform. What is Ethereum and what can it be used for? Ethereum enables developers to build and deploy Decentralized applications. A decentralized application or DAP serves some particular purpose to its users. Bitcoin, for example, is a DAP that provides its users with a peer to peer electronic cash system that enables online Bitcoin payments. Pay attention, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that again for individuals that don't understand, overstand, understand, or know this. Bitcoin is a DAP that provides its users with a peer to peer electronic cash system that enables online payment, Bitcoin payment. So um, one thing that Bitcoin is that money is not, Bitcoin is not only the currency itself, it's also the vehicle that can drive that currency anywhere in the world. So never have you had a dollar able to take itself and go where you want it to go. It always had to have a counterparty, a third party, an intermediary, somebody to carry it. Whereas when we look at cryptocurrency now, there is nobody needed to carry it. It carries itself. Um, because decentralized applications are made up of code that runs on a blockchain network, they are not controlled by any individual or central entity. Once again, 
Because de decentralized apps are made up of code that runs on a blockchain network, they are not controlled by any individual or central entity. And they give a nice little diagram here of decentralized networks, immutable, tamper-proof, secure, blockchains, trustless, global, and permanent. With no central point of failure and security by cryptography, any applications are protected against fraud and attacks. Every block of information is stored all across the network, leading to a worldwide environment where everyone is in the know. Ethereum makes building applications, decentralized applications, easier than ever. Instead of needing to launch a new blockchain for every dApp, you can build thousands of applications on top of Ethereum's blockchain. Ethereum's platform, excuse me. Any services that are centralized can be decentralized using Ethereum. Think about all the intermediary services that exist across hundreds of different industries. From obvious services like loans provided by banks <laughs> to intermediary services rarely thought about by most people like title registries, voting systems, regulatory compliance, and much more. Ethereum can also be used to build decentralized autonomous organizations or DAOs. Now, I'm glad that they're getting into this. A DAO is a fully autonomous, decentralized organization with no single leader. DAOs are run by programming code on a collection of smart contracts written on the Ethereum blockchain. The code is designed to replace the rules and structure of a traditional organization, eliminating the need for people and centralized control. A DAO is owned by everyone who purchases tokens, but instead of each token equating to equity shares and ownership, tokens act as contributions that give people voting rights. A DAO consists of one or more contracts and could be funded by a group of like-minded individuals. A DAO operates completely transparently and completely independently of any human intervention, including its original creators. A DAO will stay on the network as long as it covers its survival cost and provides a useful service to its customer base. That's from Stephen Tool, Stockit, uh, Stock.it founder, former CCO of Ethereum. Ethereum is also being used as a platform to launch other cryptocurrencies. Because of the ERC-20 token standard defined by the Ethereum Foundation, other developers can issue their own versions of this token, their own versions of this token, and raise funds with an initial coin offering, or ICO. In this fundraising strategy, the issuers of the token set an amount they want to raise, offer it in a crowd sale, and receive Ether in exchange. Billions of dollars have been raised by ICOs on the Ethereum block platform in the last two years. And one of the most valuable cryptocurrencies in the world, EOS, is an ERC-20 token. Even though now I believe they have may have branched off and created their own blockchain. I'm not 100% sure. We'll go look at that later on. Ethereum, uh, let's take a look real quick. Is EOS still an ERC-20 token? I thought they, uh, why are uh, my ERC-20s frozen? Yeah, so they, it did. So June of 2018, the EOS platform began to transition from ERC-20 token on the Ethereum blockchain to the EOS mainnet. And that's what you're seeing happen with a lot of original ERC-20 tokens. They're changing over to their own mainnet. Um, it goes on to say Ethereum has recently created a new standard called ERC-721 token for tracking unique digital assets. One of the biggest use cases currently for such token is digital collectibles. As the infrastructure allows for people to prove ownership of scarce digital goods. This is almost like a Lodeo. Almost like this. this is almost the equivalent to having an Elodio title. 
Many games are currently being built using the technology, such as the overnight hit CryptoKitties, a game where you collect and breed digital cats. And I believe the... Let me see. Let me see. What's the highest paid crypto kitty? What was the highest paid? Um, crypto kitty's highest price. Players have spent the equivalent of six point seven million in counting buying crypto kitty. This is from two thousand and seventeen, which can sell for as much as one hundred and fourteen thousand, according to third party research from developers. The median price of a crypto kitty is twenty five bucks. So, oh, here we go. From September 5th, story 2018, someone paid $170,000 for the most expensive crypto kitty ever. So, once again, these are just digital cats. Um, what are the benefits of a decentralized Ethereum platform? Let's get into it. Because decentralized applications run on the blockchain, they benefit from all of its properties. Immutability, a third party cannot make changes to data. Corruption and tamper-proof. Apps are based on a network formed around the principle of consensus. Principle. Principle is everything. Making censorship impossible. They're secure. With no central point of failure and secured using cryptography, applications are well protected against hacking attacks and fraudulent activities. Meaning there is no counterfeit, there is no Justin juking, finessing this system. Um, zero downtime. Apps never go down and can never be switched off. Now, what's the downside of decentralized Ethereum applications? Despite bringing a number of benefits, decentralized applications aren't faultless. Because smart contract code is written by humans, smart contracts are only as good as the people who write them. Pay attention to that. This is very key. This is very, very key. It's almost like a contract is only as good as that man that writes it. Right? Um, code bugs or oversights can lead to unintended adverse actions being taken. If a mistake in the code gets exploited, there is no efficient way in which an attack or exploitation can be stopped other than obtaining a network consensus and rewriting the underlying code. This is what happens when you see a lot of hard forks go on. This goes against the essence of the blockchain, which is meant to be immutable. Also, any action taken by a central party raises serious questions about the decentralized nature of an application. What apps are being developed on Ethereum? I want to develop an app, but how do I access Ethereum? There are many ways you can plug into the Ethereum network. One of the easiest ways is to use this native Mist browser. Mist provides a user-friendly interface and digital wallet for users to trade and store Ether as well as write, manage, and deploy, excuse me, manage, deploy, and use smart contracts. Like web browsers give access and help people navigate the internet, Mist provides a portal into the world of decentralized blocked applications. There is also the MetaMask browser extension, which turns Google Chrome into an Ethereum browser. MetaMask allows anyone to easily run or develop decentralized applications from their browser. Although initially built as a Chrome plugin, MetaMask supports Firefox and Brave browser as well. While still in its early days, Mist, MetaMask, and a variety of other browsers look set to make blockchain-based applications accessible to more people than ever before. Even people without a technical background can now potentially build blockchain apps. This is a revolutionary leap for blockchain technology and could bring decentralized applications, applications into the mainstream. Now, also, I want to add on that they also have the Trust Wallet as a mobile um, browser 
which allows you to, and let me put this out there, that these dApps that we're integrating with, um, turning your Google Chrome into an Ethereum browser. For those that don't know, an Ethereum browser is actually Web 3.0. It's decentralized internet. Without these bridges, MetaMask, Mist, Trust, you're not able to interact with Web 3.0. You can bring some of these applications up on your regular you know, internet, phone, Google, Safari, whatever the case may be, but you're not able to interact with them unless you have that bridge. Important Ethereum charts over the last 10 days. And I uh, don't pretty much care for that. What do we got left? Hash rated Ethereum network, network difficulty, total transactions, total number. Okay, that's the last 10 days, yada, yada, yada. Let me see. Blockchain Ethereum course is filling the gap. The job market is struggling to keep up with the sudden demand for blockchain developers. Some universities and private companies have responded by offering a range of blockchain-related courses in an attempt to meet the needs of industries. According to Bitcoin pioneer Jared Kina, experienced blockchain professionals can net over 200000 USD. This is just a, a, a measurement, family. This is just a measurement. I like how, I'm glad that I'm understanding of financial increments and measurements now. I can understand what I'm reading here. Um, it's just an account, just a number of 200000 equivalent USD in annual income. The supply and, and this, when you really un understand the monetary system and how it works, you know, Federal Reserve notes, me mediums of exchange, what that really entails, what is money, what is not money, what is currency, what is not currency, it really helps you understand everything, especially within this crypto space. The supply of people that have extensive blockchain experience is pretty low, and the demand is quickly increasing. Sometimes they get five job offers a day. Learn blockchain development with Block Geeks, okay, Blockchain Basics. A practical port, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so these are uh, what apps are currently being developed. Okay, here we go. What apps are currently being developed on Ethereum? The Ethereum blockchain is being used to create applications across a broad range of services and industries. But developers are in uncharted territories. So, in all actuality... Oh, hold on. Where do we leave off? Uh, it's hard to... Developers are in uncharted ter ter territory, so it's hard to know which apps will succeed and which ones will fail. Here are a few exciting projects. WeFund provides an open platform for crowdfunding campaigns that leverages smart contracts. We iPhone a lot. Let's see. Interesting. Hmm. Decentralized fundraising. We fund is a decentralized crowdfunding. We fund bug bounty is live. Bug bounty program. We fund mainnet alpha. Interesting. Definitely we'll be coming back to take a look at this one. Let me go ahead and bookmark it. It enables contributions to be turned into contractually backed digital assets that can be used, traded, or sold within the Ethereum ecosystem. Uport provides users with a secure and convenient way to take control of their identity and personal information. Instead of relying on government institutions and surrendering their identities to third parties, users control who can access and use their data and personal information. Wow. I'm telling y'all that the space that we're going into right now is so much bigger, so much bigger than buying and selling cryptocurrencies for a monetary value. This is uport.me. 
definitely got a um, open identity system for decentralized web, build with uPort. Let me see, protocols, credentials, take back control of your identity, download the uPort wallet app for iOS and Android. I will be downloading this and uploading my identity issue, reusable credentials. Now, I wonder how this works with um, status corrections. An interesting aspect for those, anyone that's listening right now, self-sovereign wallet. Mm. Interesting. For anyone that's into nationality status, especially my more my uh Moore's brethren out there, it's interesting to see how all this ties into that which we understand or overstand of how the system works. This right here is another good one. Um Block Apps is looking to provide the easiest ways for enterprises to build, manage, and deploy blockchain applications from the proof of concept to full production systems and integration with legacy systems. Block apps provides all the tools necessary to create private semi-private, and public industry-specific blockchain applications. Provenance is using Ethereum to make opaque supply chains more transparent. By tracing the origins and histories of products, the project aims to, open in, to build an open and accessible framework of information so consumers can make informed decisions when they buy products. Augur is an open-source prediction and forecasting market platform that allows anyone to forecast events and get rewarded for predicting them correctly. Predictions on future real-world events, like who will win the next U.S. election, are carried out by trading virtual shares. If a person buys shares in a winning prediction, they receive monetary rewards. Ethereum is a speculated public experiment that is showing the value of smart contracts on a public blockchain. It is a result of and the source of disruptive excuse me, innovation of the likes that we haven't seen since the early days of the Internet. Top-performing Ethereum dApps. Now, let's classify all the dApps on Ethereum via various metrics. Let me see. And they're looking at users in the last 24 hours. Um, and like I said, this is kind of old, so we're not going to run through that. Not going to look at that. Trying to really get, just get to the meat and potatoes. Gambling dApps. So they got PlayOX, dice to win BetHash, FCK, and Playtown.io. I will be checking out some of those. Gambling dApps with the most transaction volume is SportCrypt, Etherroll, XEther, Dice to Win, and FCT. Only FCT managed to do more than a million dollars in transaction volume. SportCrypt is the only app which could do more than 10,000 USD in 24-hour uh, transaction volume. Okay. What are these, the games? These are some of the gaming dApps. Crypto Oink, Hyper Dragons, uh, OX Universe. Blockchain cuties, my crypto heroes, and these are games that family you can go ahead and, and, and introduce the children to. Here goes Hyper Dragons. There's a couple. There's a couple. In fact, I'm gonna do a whole build on just the games out here that are available for children. That's what I think I'm gonna do. Do a whole uh cover of some of the games that I think children will be able to utilize. Hyper Dragon, Dragons and Crypto Kitties managed to do 2,500 with 2,800 and 2,700 respectfully. Okay, and I believe that may be the end. Let's make sure. Okay, so we got a couple of uh, ending articles. They're actually going into the DAO hack. Um, it says the DAO hack that threatened everything. Remember how Ethereum can be used to build decentralized autonomous organizations? 
Well, in 2016, 2016, something bad happened. A startup working on one particular DAO project, aptly named the DAO, got hacked. The DAO was a project developed and programmed by a team behind another startup called Slockit. Slock.it. Their aim was to build humanless venture capital firm that would allow investors to make decisions through smart contracts. The DAO was funded through a token sale and ended up raising about $150 million from thousands of different people. Shortly after the funds was raised, the DAO was hacked by an unknown attacker who stole Ether worth $50 million at the time. While the attack was made possible by a technical flaw in the DAO software, not the Ethereum platform itself, the developers and founders of Ethereum were forced to deal with the mess. As After much debate, the Ethereum community voted and decided to retrieve the stolen funds by executing what's known as a hard fork or a change in code. The hard fork moved the stolen funds to a new smart contract designed to let the original owners withdraw their tokens. But this is where things get complicated. The implications of this decision are controversial and the topic of intense debate. Here's why. Ethereum is based on blockchain technology where all transactions are meant to be irreversible and unchangeable. By executing a hard fork and rewriting the rules by which the blockchain executes, Ethereum set a dangerous precedent that goes against that very essence of blockchain. If the blockchain is changed every time a large enough amount of money is involved or enough people get negatively impacted, the blockchain will lose its main value proposition, secure, anonymous, tamper-proof, and unchangeable. While another less aggressive soft fork solution was put forth, the Ethereum community and its founders were placed in a perilous position. If they didn't retrieve the stolen investor money, confidence in Ethereum could be lost. On the other hand, Recovering investor money required actions that went against the core ideas of decentralization and set set a dangerous precedent. In the end, the majority of the Ethereum community voted to perform a hard fork and retrieve the DAO investors' money. But not everyone agreed with this course of action. This resulted in a split where two parallel blockchains now exist. For those members who strongly disagree with any changes to the blockchain, even when hacking occurs, there is Ethereum Classic. So I guess that goes into the sense that they're the original. For the majority who agreed to rewrite a small part of the blockchain and return the stolen money to the owners, there's Ethereum. Both blockchains have the same features and are identical in every way up to a certain block where the hard fork was implemented. This means that everything that happened on Ethereum up until the hard fork is still valid on Ethereum Classic blockchain. From the block where the hard fork or change in code was executed onwards, the two blockchains act individually. A future of unimagined possibilities. Despite the fallout from the DAO hack, Ethereum is moving forward and looking to a bright future. By providing a user-friendly platform that enables people to harness the power of blockchain technology, Ethereum is speeding up the decentralization of the world economy. Decentralized applications have the potential to provide disrupt to profoundly disrupt hundreds of industries, including finance, real estate, academia, insurance, healthcare, and the public sector, amongst many others. If you think the internet has affected your life, Ethereum will have that same persuasive influence on our communications, on our entire information infrastructure. It's going to impact all aspects of our existence. Building the public Ethereum ecosystem as scalability and configurable privacy confidentiality grow on public Ethereum over the next two years 
Consumers will use their blockchain identity and access point or U point to interact with a variety of interesting early stage offerings, including crowdfunding platforms, WeFund, group governance tools, boardroom, music, film, art content, registration and utilization platforms. Mm, you ho. I like this. Wisdom markers. You ho. Let's look at you ho. Hmm. U-Haul and Capital Records doing blockchain innovation in music. Capital Records, never heard of this. Never heard of that. Liberating music, connecting artists and fans directly using Ethereum. Share your music. No fees. Earn 100% of your sales and tips. Automatically split payments with collaborators. And sell digital collectible badges. Wow. Wow. Artists register now. Support music directly. Fans register. Um, Start listening. Mm-mm-mm. This is the power of blockchain. This is the power of blockchain right here. Let's couple more. Yeah, I'll definitely be um registering. I will definitely be registering. You hold music. Interesting. And then you have wisdom markets for uh Gnosis and gaming apps for virtual poker. Um most significant companies will run businesses um possesses on their private blockchains. Is this still Ethereum? Ah, yep, it is. Okay. Most significant companies will run business processes on their private blockchains. So, a private blockchain. Remember, you got public and private. Private blockchains. Within two years, major companies will conduct several business processes on their own private, permissioned corporate blockchains. Employees, customers, vendors, and service providers at each company will be able to securely access the company's private blockchain via strong cryptographically authenticated transactions. Consortium blockchains. In two years, many companies will have started to build bottom-up consortium blockchains with a small number of counterparties in their ecosystem, collaborating on a small number of use cases to share trusted source-of-truth infrastructure, supply, or value chains. Business use of public blockchains. Some companies will employ public Ethereum with their use cases that employ the same stack of blockchain components that they have purchased or built for their private Ethereum-based implementations. So what is Ethereum? This is the conclusion. The Ethereum platform is also helping to shift the way we use the Internet. Decentralized applications are pushing a fundamental change from an Internet of information where we can instantly view, exchange, and communicate information to the Internet of value. I like that, where people can exchange immediate value without any intermediaries. As the industry continues to investigate blockchain platforms, it's apparent that Ethereum is becoming a de facto leader. For example, a few days ago, JP Morgan publicly open-sourced its Quorum platform, architected and developed around Go Ethereum client by Jeff Wilkie and his team. Several other major banks are using Ethereum, and Microsoft is anchoring its Bletchley Bletchley program on it as the foundation blockchain element, foundational blockchain element. Uh, industry, both publicly and confidentially, continues to contribute to Ethereum and work with us and others to help our promising toddler age code base reach maturity. Stay tuned for news on the front. It takes a global village to raise a blockchain. The live network and the community of open source developers contribute significantly to this effort. They continuously refine and harden the Ethereum blockchain. 
helping it get faster at responding to industry demands for the value propositions it offers. These investments of time and resource speak their faith in Ethereum governance and the value that business and developers see in its capabilities. That's just Joseph Lubin, CEO of Consensus. While it's in its early days, and there will no doubt be more hurdles for overcome, Ethereum looks to be a truly transformational platform. With many of the most exciting applications yet to be developed, we can only begin to wonder about the unimagined possibilities that await. With that being said, family, this was a um, very informative, if I do say so myself, article. And I hope that the added commentary that I added on to the article was also helpful in the comprehension level of what Ethereum is and its importance in the financial sector. Until the next video, until the next podcast, this is the Bitcoin Block Bully. Peace, power, and prosperity, family. I am out of here.